You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hey, everybody, check out the Break the Bell podcast, where we believe your voice is your most powerful weapon. For a weekly dose of our take on what's going on in the world mixed with a side of history, find us wherever podcasts are found or on social media handle at Break the Bell Pod. And most importantly, never stop talking. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. It's either the beginning of a new year or it's the end of the world. Welcome back to On the Run. We are going to finally cover something that was brought by fan demands because, you know, sometimes I just can't ignore everything. And it seems like with the way the past year has been, it's been getting to ignore. I mean, I'm sorry, it's been getting crazier to ignore certain things. Something that I certainly thought any other point in time would, you know, bring stories out the wazoo all over the place. Whistleblowers, insider, anonymous sources, crazy shit happening, monoliths in Utah where they put up by aliens or a bunch of hippies in a freaking convent. Who knows? But today we're going to ask, was this the year that it was basically confirmed that mankind has made contact with extraterrestrial? That's right. Extraterrestrials. That's right, bitches. We are jumping straight to UFOs. But I couldn't do this myself. I had to bring on the panel of a lifetime. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him from the Off the Grid series. We've got Mr. Gary Collins. Gary, how's life? Good, good. But you realize I've, I've evolved to Bigfoot now. So, oh, you're one of those people. We may have to have a whole nother episode. No, kidding, because I live in Northeast Washington, so I always get asked. Yeah, he's not there. No, no, I agree. No, he's in Colorado. I've looked. He's not there. What? Okay, we're we're about to get too distracted on that, but we have to go ahead and bring on the voice of reason, the host of the Brian Nichols Show, Brian Nichols. Brian, great to have you on. Gentlemen, so great to be here. And of course, we're touching on what I would say is like one of my top two issues, which is aliens and ghosts. So aliens it is today. And I got to tell you, I only I only had a few drinks before this to really kind of loosen myself up. But uh, this is one of those things that I'm always kind of afraid to talk about because you talk about it seriously you're gonna get put in one corner but i feel like (laughs) with a lot of the shit that has come out this year with the video of the tic tacs that were caught by those f-22s those navy pilots by the stuff that the dod and department of the navy have put out like everyone was freaking out about toilet paper the rona and all this other shit meanwhile they're just dumping it out and everyone's like oh that's a typical tuesday so i'm just gonna go down the line gary when yes. it comes to UFOs and extraterrestrials, where do you land on that? Oh, here's the thing. I, hey, guys, I've been on George Norrie four times. Where do you think I fall? Um, uh, <laughs> gotta ask, gotta ask. Well, I grew up as a kid uh, with big fan. You were a child? Of uh, one point. Gary had a child? <laughs> what? I may still be one, according to some people. But uh, you, guys, uh, you guys are too young, but uh, Leonard Nimoy had a show called In Search Of. And also, Carl Sagan show is still on. So, trust me, I've watched every episode as a kid. I've been sitting on the roof as a kid on our 
shitty trailer in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the desert. I would just sit up there and stare at the stars. And there may have been some other things involved as I was a teenager, but, <laughs> but I will, I will neither confirm or admit to any of it, none of it. Um, but yeah, no, I've been, been a believer for a long time. Brian, what about you? I don't think you and I have ever spoken about this, but I knew if I was going to have to get into this, I had to go ahead and get your, your thoughts. It, it's one of those things I've never really openly talked about. And I don't think it's really because it's ever been something that's been the topic of conversation, but I've always been fascinated. My dad's always been big into astronomy and, and, you know, we'd always go out and look at the stars and you couldn't help but always question like, there's gotta be something else out there. Right. And there's just so many things that just like the coincidences, when you look at, you know, you know, the pyramids and the Aztecs and the Egyptians, and you go through, you know, the, the, the different conspiracy theory rabbit holes, which I know obviously are fun to go down, but then party is like, well, some of it's gotta have a kernel of truth to it. Right. And then you look what happens this year and it's like, well, maybe these people are, you know, maybe Alex Jones, they're not so crazy after all. eh? And, and I mean, what what really changed me, my, my father's always been really big into this, but I have to say it was this year where I was finally like, I, I think I'm, I, I think I'm Fox Mulder. I think I believe. And it really came from Joe Rogan interviewing that uh, Navy commander who's a veteran F-22 mm-hmm. pilot, and he was in the famous Tic Tac video. I'll go ahead and provide links to this in the show notes today. But that video of that thing that is just pinging around off the coast of freaking California, freaking out these guys who have served in Desert Storm, the Gulf War, invasion of Iraq, Afghanistan, flown over Kosovo, flown around the, the Korean Peninsula and all this shit. Like These are guys that have to know what they're watching. And when that that former commander went on Joe Rogan and was explaining all this, I was like, holy shit, like something's actually up. And they're admitting that they have no clue what it is, but they're at least willing to say it's not something man-made. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting about uh, LeFevre? Um, He went through Top Gun. That's the guy, right? Yeah, I went through, he went through, was at Top Gun the year, last year I was there. So me and him would have run into each other because uh, we were part uh, at Top Gun. I was uh, in the skiff, but we were part of it was Top Gun's a school. So I I was in the skiff of Top Gun. And so those all the pilots would have to run through as part of the training. And when he gave the dates, not on Rogan, he gave it on the other show he was on. The really long one that I listened to. Shit, who was that? Um, but he gave the dates and I went, oh, we would have ran into each other. We would have had to have run into each other. So, so were you the guy talking to Maverick while Maverick is in the air? Or you? No, I was an Intel Maverick? guy. So I, okay. all we did was I, it, every day was a rehash of the movie. We had all the lines. <laughs> if we got bored, we would sit there and we would literally go fifteen minutes of the script. We could go back and forth with that movie. It was it was pretty ridiculous, actually. <laughs> Actually, I still have my Top Gun original hat from being in the Navy. I have it. I own it uh, still. And I have a big old sticker. I have a, a, my former CO was me ran into each other when I was going through OCS. Um, and he was the CO of the Blue Angels. And literally, we ran into each other. We got to see the Blue Angels all private because he was my old CO. It was pretty cool. It's a small community. Those guys, the pilots, for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's it's a small army. I mean, it's a small military. You go ahead and throw a rock on any, you know, any soldier, sailor, marina, PX, and you're going to know somebody. Yeah. And, and I, the thing, uh, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. All right. Because 
Remzo, I had to go watch the phenomenon, right? You told you all, you gotta watch, bro. You gotta watch like that. That that freaking blew my freaking mind. Really? Oh, you guys are amateurs. I knew all that stuff for a little bit of it, dude. I've been in this for four decades. Brian, did you watch that? No, I didn't get the chance to watch it yet. No, shame on me. Spoil everything, Gary. Do it. Well, no, it's it's. There's some new tidbits in there, um, in there, and I also went and you made. Then I had to go listen to the interview on rogan the interview was fucking painful i'll be honest yeah, yeah. with you that french dude couldn't keep track of a thought for five seconds and he's on tangents and he's out here and it, at the end i just went what the hell did i just listen <laughs> you know and that's when i went this is what gives ufos a bad name right here is the this. french yeah well because <laughs> um, we know if they co- ever come down and make contact the french will go hide but it's just part of and we'll have to save them but you know, it was just to me, um, it was good. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I've watched every single episode of Ancient Aliens from the first moment it came. Well, third episode, because I caught it by accident. Gosh, it's been on a long time. And I went, oh, God, here's another stupid UFO show. Because they're always, you know, I'm a UFO guy, but they're all cheesy and weird. And I used to never admit it. You know, I used to never, I'm all, nah, I don't believe in that. Nah. I was in the government. I couldn't say shit. <laughs> yeah, they'd go, okay, psych pal. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I saw the third one and I was hooked and I went back and watched the other two because they were running them. And uh, Giorgio, or what, right, Giorgio? Is that his name? Crazy hair guy. Yeah, he used to drink at the bar because he lived in Oceanside. <laughs> he used to drink at the <laughs> bar we used to drink at. And he would, I didn't put two and two together at the time. Um, till later on but he always had a crowd around him always he had a table full of and they were always talking ufos and i went what a bunch of weirdos because we'd be there you know a bunch of guys law enforcement getting hammered and we'd look over there and go oh okay but yeah he lived in it he may still live in oceanside i don't know that that is crazy now now gary as as you me and brian were getting ready for the episode i made a joke about area 51 and folks if you haven't caught this right now gary's got a story for everything but what you sent brian and i about your area 51 story that was just one of those moments where it's like where the fuck did this come from go ahead go ahead and tell us about that well it's been an interesting life trust me i don't do this shit on purpose and i'll be honest people freak out some of the stories i tell them oh guys i'm i'm holding a lot of this shit back you're like a non-autistic forrest gump well some people would argue (laughs) that i i could be brian is like oh i gotta leave this show he just said that (laughs) i don't even know i have had about 10 concussions in my life at least i have knocked myself out several times as a kid on the evil knievel jump um knocked myself out cold multiple times and uh but no i didn't know like you guys were talking about it and i went oh yeah i've been to area 51 nonchalantly and uh as one does uh, well no it was (laughs) because i was i was at nas fallon at the end of my uh navy career top gun had moved to fallon and i of course i got trapped in my last year and i'm all i don't want to go to fallon fallon sucks and i'm i Probably it still does. I don't know. I just drove through. I did not stop. That's in New Mexico, right? No, in, in, in Fallon's just outside of Reno. Okay, Nevada. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- not too far from the famous, uh, oh, uh, oh, the whorehouse. I just blanked. Oh, the Moonlight oh, that- Bunny Ranch from HBO? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was going to th- have some smart ass remark, and then Rambo's like, "Oh, the actual place." Okay. No, Mustang Ranch. <laughs> I, Mustang Ranch. I, oh, well, I, I only know about that stuff because John Stossel used to talk about the Nevada horrors all the time. So, oh no, uh, well, it, it <laughs> disclaimer. Was the, it was on the way to Reno, and we would have to go to Reno sometimes. Uh, the group of us to pick pilots up from the airport to bring them back to base uh, if we were on duty. And uh, me and uh, another guy, we were heading out there and uh, we decided, oh, let's stop by Mustang Ranch. We'd never been there. <laughs> and, and, you know, in the government van, of course, because that's how smart we were. Why not? And so we roll up. I kid you guys. We walk, there's trash falling out of the dumpsters. There's flies everywhere. It looked like a shithole. And we, we got out of the van, walked around. A girl goes out and goes, you guys uh, interested in anything? We looked at each other and went, nope. And got back in the van and <laughs> left. We went, okay, that's all we needed to know about that. That's all we need to experience. But Area 51 was stupid. Because Did the girls look like trash? We, when we saw the one. <laughs> only the one came out. That's all we saw. We never went in. We were contemplating going in, and that sealed it for us. We went, no need. We're good. And... uh uh, my LPO, um, when I was in Fallon at the, I was in the skiff there too, a sensitive compartmented information facility is what they're called. They're big vaults where they hide us. And if anything broke out and we were invaded, the Marines were instructed to kill us. I was that guy. I was a spook. I was a crypto guy. Yeah. Great. Right. They never explained that to me when I signed up that, Oh, by the way, if something goes wrong, the Marines are going to come down and kill you guys first. Oh, what? Great. Perfect. Don't give me a weapon. Oh no, no, no. We're going to kill you. I kid you not. They were instructed to kill us because we had we knew we had all the keys to the kingdom. We had everything. We had all the equipment. Everything was down there. Um, But my boss comes in and he's new. I didn't really know the guy. I just gotten to the command. He goes, hey, let's go for a ride. We got to go out and uh, we got to load some stuff. I got to be real careful with what I say here. Super careful. This stuff's probably classified to this day. I'm going to have to go around circles. But this is when you and I disappear after this. This is all this is all based on possible real events, but it's all completely fictionalized, right, Gary? It's it's completely <laughs> fiction because I was in the military intelligence, so I make everything up. Um, there you go, perfect. <laughs> oh no, wait! I was a Navy SEAL, so everything's fiction. Um, there you go. Is covered. Yeah, we're safe. Okay, we're good now. Sorry, Jack Jack Carr, if you're listening, I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, I just interviewed Jack Carr, and I made I said that, and <laughs> he laughed. It was funny. And so he grabs it. We just goes, hey, we're going to go out. We got to go take stuff. I'll call it stuff. Real technical. We got to go out there. They may have destroyed their stuff. And the stuff we worked in were you couldn't just go get it. Let's just put it that way. Once you destroyed something wrong by accident, that's it. You're not getting a new one. Okay. Like like serious question. Uh-huh. Is this stuff like living? What do you mean? Oh no 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 no! Like what 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 what, what are we talking about? Like is it are we, uh, are we technical? Okay, gotcha. Thing hmm. I can't even tell you what it is. I wanted to start from the far edges and work my way in. Okay, now, the thing okay. I'm talking about is super highly classified, and so we had to go out there and fix their stuff that didn't have the stuff. We had to bring the stuff and. So we get out there, and I don't know where I'm at. I mean, it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. And and we're just driving. He never tells me anything. He just goes, ah, oh, just we needed TPI, too, for this is two-person integrity. You, one person can't transport this stuff. 
And so, you know, dummy me, I'm just the guy, new guy. I'm the FNG standing there, probably picking my nose, making fun of people, um, which I did often in the military. <laughs> and so, yeah, we get out there and we do all this stuff. And I mean, we're going through security. There's, you know, the red lights going. We had to get our badges. It was pretty hardcore. And not only that, but we had to, have you guys ever been on a base and, or anywhere like the Pentagon or anything where you have to walk lines? Yeah. State Department's famous and CIA headquarters says you walk lines and some of the lines are based upon your classification uh, security clearance level. So we were walking lines and all, you know, the red lights are going on telling everyone a visitor's here. So keep your goddamn mouth shut. Don't start running your mouth. And so we get in there, we take care of everything and we're leaving. And he goes, so what'd you think of that? And I went, well, I don't know. It was interesting. And he goes, well, congratulations you were just at area 51 and i went oh and i kind of went what what, do you, what what he goes ufos that thing you know roswell and i went oh 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 <laughs> and then I, I was like oh shit and that's all it was i we were we and all uh, full disclosure we weren't anywhere near the main base i can't say where it was i can't talk about any of that but we weren't near actual area 51 so that's, I mean, it was a story, non-story, but it was interesting. At least I can say I was there. I mean, I mean that's, that's closer than most people. I remember like a year ago, there was the, uh, there was the Facebook group, which had like millions of people. And they said, we're going to go warm area, area 51. Yeah. 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 I, I was really, I really wanted to go to that and quote, cover a story when I was at the Washington times, I was like, guys, you got to send me there. Think of the content. Yeah. I was on edge of going there as well. <laughs> I just went, I want to watch the shit show. I want to watch this go down. And then I thought about it and went, wait, if they really do something stupid, I don't want to get shot because I'm watching a bunch of dipshits. I went, no, I'm out. And not, I shouldn't call them dipshits. There was some, it was interesting. There were some dipshits. There, there uh, were. Okay. Like, yeah, like the most, guys. I said most. Well, like the guys that actually ran past the, the, the fences, like. Naro two running. Idea bad idea i don't know what people are thinking okay so i here's what i want to start getting weird with some of this stuff as i have as i have actually really considered myself more of a convert on the idea of aliens being responsible for these ufos that the documentary the phenomenon which brian you you had several weeks to do your homework i'm disappointed i know so so long story short, what, what I liked about that was that they're actually trying to chart out why we're only now getting more reports and more evidence and why the idea of UFOs have gotten more prevalent over the years. And when we think about the technology bump that we've just had in the past century, in, in the documentary, they basically say that after the dropping of the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, because mankind was capable of atomic weaponry, that is what basically sent a shockwave through the universe indicating that mankind is actually a threat, not only to themselves, but to others. So because of that, there's more actual, you know, these ufos these aliens are actually coming to us more often to observe us my only problem with that is 
it's like okay there there was that satellite we shot out in like the 70s that had like a vinyl record and then like an a- yeah. a- album <laughs> like yeah. th- think about it you're an alien you have mastered space travel and all this other shit and you get that little piece of crap flying through the universe it's like getting a letter from your dog like meet me outside though it was made of gold it was gold vinyl how does that even play it was all a big it was all in one i think there was a record it was all gold because gold is non-reactive that's why so that could survive like radiation and stuff yeah 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 that's why come on jesus okay uh brian if if aliens are here why would you ever think that they are actually here not made themselves known I mean, I think as the, the guy most, who's still on the fence, why? I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm on the fence because I think I definitely am on board with the idea that there's something out there beyond us. I mean, just there's so many things that we've seen, right? That whether I mean, I was talking about earlier, you look at the pyramids and such, and like how the, the way they can line up. And I know Gary, you were talking about ancient aliens, like that was like one of my all-time favorite like sick day from uh, home from school shows. Like you just binge that for for hours on end. Uh, and I, I mean, I guess the, the reason maybe they didn't want to make it more known, well, is it more so that we're just more aware, like we're able to communicate more rapidly and document more readily that we ever were ever before. I mean, now we all have a, a, you know, super high calibrated, uh, video phone in our pocket that we can just whip out at a moment's notice and start to capture what's in front of us. And I mean, goodness, up till what, 10, 15 years ago, that was just a, a mere dream and now it's reality for everybody. So I think that might be part of it too, is that it's, it's like more in our consciousness. Cause I mean, candidly we're able to capture it and, and share it more than we were ever, uh, ever able to in the past. Here's what I think. Here's proof. The Kardashians. There's, <laughs> has, there has to be alien. Yeah. Cause no other, that can't be a normal life form. And, and here's my theory of why <laughs> aliens come to observe us is that oh shit oh yeah we're gonna oh we're gonna go i, got, I love I this you, i ate a three pound burrito went on a 20 mile bike ride 30 mile bike ride i got a, I got a booze in me this could get interesting wait wait, wait. the kardashians yep there we go no i that was a joke okay but don't they look uh, like aliens come on they're pretty chris stupid. chris they, jenner they, chris jenner there's something up with that lady she scares me oh they all do they're all frightening <laughs> Um, but see, I think that's part of why aliens come and observe us is humans are a extraterrestrial social media to watch from the outside. It's like them watching Twitter on the outside, watching the human dumpster fire just go <laughs> on all the time. They probably sit back and go, holy shit, what is wrong with these guys? We would make contact, but let's just watch. <laughs> And let's 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 uh, abduct some here and there. Give them anal probes. No one will believe them anyway. So why not? We'll kill a few cows. I think they found that some people liked the anal probing. <laughs> Probably. And, Probably. And, well, the, what is their abductions? They're recorded. There's like thousands of them. Okay, here, here's here's my thing about it. And I think a poll from like NPR like a year ago said that like. 20% of people that live in like Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota have had some type of alien encounter. Here's the thing about all of these abduction stories. They all sa- they they all sound like each other. They were all sleeping, they were all taken up, they were all probed with by little gray men and then they're brought back. 
if you're going to experiment with somebody that has the ability to talk, it's not like when we go and we like tag sharks and whales and dolphins and shit in the sea, even though dolphins, I, I've got a theory about dolphins, like humans talk to each other. Octopuses, octopi, octopi. Yeah. Like they, they, yeah. But like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just take them back or kill them or use them as continued experiments? Like, why do you drop them off? Because the one thing I've noticed about all these people is that they all have similar stories. And that's one thing because these stories have been going on for at least the last, you know, 60, 70 years. And they're all people that really, really crave attention. I think well, that discredits the UFO phenomenon. How how long have roofies been around? I think they've been around around that time frame. So uh, let's let's do the math. Okay. So maybe they've been getting roofied, and this is just a roofie, and they go, "Why does my butt hurt?" And it all goes together. Maybe it's another orifice. Chris Brown, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh wow, you went there. <laughs> Bill Cosby, what are you doing? <laughs> that's a, oh, I don't no. know. I don't know. It's it's weird. But yeah, yeah, the stories are all similar, but there's so many of them to your all. They're abducting that many people. Wouldn't someone see something? Someone would see the ship land, right? Someone would see something somewhere. And uh, yeah, yeah, the real, the abductions are hard for me. Those are rough, you know, because that one, I have the uh, couple in, was it the 50s? That one was pretty credible. Um, the husband, wife, because that one. Oh, the farmers? No, it was uh, the um, biracial couple, and and it was I believe in the fifties. And Project Blue Book actually documented that one, so they went out and uh, were part of that investigation, if I remember right. But okay, yeah, I remember what them. you're talking about. But you've seen the interviews of some of these people, and you instantly go, "Oh, they're crazy." That per-. then some you go, "Hmm, seems like a normal, rational human so- being." Where does Atlantis and, and uh, Antarctica come into this? Because I know, like, so first and foremost, Atlantis is supposed to be, like, this possible alien world that's, like, still here somewhere, I've heard the rumor. Then the other thought is that it has something to do with Antarctica. I've heard Nazi base underneath Antarctica slash aliens are using that as, like, a landing pad. So have you guys dug into that at all? Not too hard. I know what you're talking about, though. Has anyone seen the vid? Did they release that video of the, um, uh, what is it? You, was it you, whatever V, what do they call underwater, UWV, or whatever they call them? The, the new one that they said that they admitted to of the triangle coming out of the ocean? I Yeah, so that one, they, they never, okay, so like the Tic Tac video that was caught by that uh, Navy yeah. pilot, like Department of the Navy and DOD admitted to that being authentic. With, with well, they that had to one, it leaked years ago. Yeah, I mean, the New York Times, the, the one time the New York Times actually does reliable reporting, it's about this shit. But <laughs> like with, with that video that you're talking about, that one, it, it, they, they didn't confirm it as much. And I think even though, well, obviously part of me is like, well, of course they wouldn't confirm it. We, we're, not, we're not meant to know, man. There's part of me that's like, I even have a hard time doing believing that because it could you know we, we live in a world where transformers looks real on screen i mean the technology is there to make these things fraudulent and that's the thing that does bother me sometimes because at least with this with the tic tac you cannot deny that at all that one's hard but that one like i said that was leaked on youtube almost from the get-go um from well 2017 18 i remember i watched it on youtube um and yeah it, there's a lot there but that's the problem is there's so many 
nut jobs in the middle of it as well. And these supposed UFO experts, a lot of them have no background in anything. I mean, you look at them and, you know, that's what kind of delegitimizes some of it, which is a bummer because I firmly believe just by mathematics, right? Just by odds, we are not the only thing in this universe and we don't even know where the universe ends. We just think we do. We, that's as far as we can see. That's all we know. And out of, you know, trillions and trillions of stars, and I, last count I heard, there's, they think are, there's over a trillion galaxies. The numbers that's just... Wild. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, the numbers say there is no way we are the only thing out here. And if we are the only thing out here, man, did they miss the mark. Wow. They really didn't do a good job with the one that's out here so so yeah i I hope there's something else out there Uh, i think there is i just it has to be and not just i don't think it's just one from one place it's got to be a multitude statistically there has to be thousands and thousands of other types of organisms you know similar or advanced more advanced than us yeah so two things i want to touch on real fast like with the with with the people that say they've been abducted what's really funny is that there was a case a few years ago that was i I think it was in the inquirer and that landed on like uh maury povich or something and uh i I don't know how real it is but you had these two people that both claimed to have been abducted by aliens but they accused each other of being liars and frauds and it it reminds me of the story I, i read in college somewhere where like in italy in like the 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 1960s you had these three italian men actually two of them were italian one was french and all three of them were convinced that they were the reincarnated jesus so what this college did was they bought a villa near venice i'm sorry somewhere near venice uh, and uh, they were basically they basically lived together to study them and they lived there for like two years. And at first, the men refused to speak to each other. They called each other frauds. Then they began to live with each other. They would do chores. They would play cards and stuff like that. And then at the end of the experiment, they're allowed to go home. They're paid a fee. And uh, you know, at the end of it, they were asked, do you believe that, one, you are still Jesus, or two, that somebody else could potentially be Jesus? And long story short, they were all still convinced that they were the, they, each of them were the actual Jesus and that the others were still frauds. And that they would forgive them so like stories like that 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 is what ma- makes me really think like some people will really go hardcore with this but brian uh, you brought it up and you you did too gary my, my thing is this and and gary you, you really brought it up a moment ago which just makes so much sense just by the odds i mean i think they say that carl sagan said one time like the galaxy is constantly expanding and it's never ending i I so I, I get shit on from some people. As many people know, I went to Liberty University. I'm a I'm a practicing Christian, and I also happen to be a young Earth creationist. I believe in the biblical account of the creation story, and that the Earth itself is no more, no less than maybe ten thousand years. Um, so that leads to some some schism some controversies but that's just that's how i believe i don't tell people that they should believe it it's just that what i have come to believe but what i have told people especially in the last six months as i've really started to jump into this is that if let's say hypothetically god is not real then the only logical explanation is the ancient astronaut theory see i'm a little different i think you can have both i think you can have both and here's why 
And Brian, I'd like to hear your your aspect because I'm I consider myself a very spiritual guy, open minded. Mm. I believe in a divine being of or beings. I don't know what they are. I'm one of those people. I'm a realist. I only can comment on the things that I know. Outside of that, it's more of a belief system, right? And that's putting your belief in faith or something something more um, metaphysical. You know, something we can't quite put our finger on, but it's a feeling. And as we know, yeah, no one gives a shit about your feelings. So it's what you can <laughs> prove, right? It's what you can prove. And, and for me, I, and I've read the Bible with a, a critical eye. And when I read it, I noticed a lot of parallels of aliens, extraterrestrials interwoven in the Bible. And I yes. did this after I started watching Ancient Aliens. That kicked it for me. Mm-hmm. So I went and grabbed my version of the Bible and I just read it. And I started going through and I went, with this newfound information, the Bible reads differently. Yes, it does. Definitely, it reads very differently. Now, does that mean that there could be a creator that we would have, quotes, called the divine because we would have thought it was a god or gods? Absolutely. So, I mean, it, it does fit together still that you can have God and you can have the ancient alien theory as well. Candidly, I say, Gary, candidly, I think it actually makes it make more sense, right? Because then, yeah, because then then all of a sudden, I mean, I'm saying this is the son of a pastor kid, right? Like, or I am the son of a pastor, rather, I'm a pastor's kid. And I got to grow up, you know, going to church every Sunday. And, you know, same exact thing. Like, I, you know, as I started to think more about it, I was like, this actually kind of makes this apply more in a realistic sense because if we were to have you know the the divines which are you know ascending from the heavens i mean think about it right if that's a a spaceship you know you talk about um you know coming down on a chariot you know surrounded by flames it's like okay well now now all of a sudden it's like hmm yeah which is engines which is jet engines the sound yes yes exactly there's that episode of ancient aliens where they actually talk about ezekiel's um flaming chariot and then they talk about the the machine and everything and there's that i forget the name of the book it's it's like god god's machine or something and they basically try saying that uh ezekiel it's if you if you really look at how he's explaining certain things especially when he sees the vision of heaven he's basically seeing something that looks like um it's it's it looks like a freaking spaceship and i had to i had to go back and read that and and brian this is where for me i've really been like okay am i going too far like am i thinking about this properly but you mentioned the pyramids now there's a lot of there's a lot of disagreement on the historical validity of whether it was the jews who made the pyramids uh, you know, in the, in the story of Exodus. But here's the thing that a lot of people also ignore. Like Egyptian history is really freaking long. We're talking thousands of years. And I mean, I use the Greeks as an example. Like uh, Aristotle, Socrates, they look at like Homer, when Homer was writing the Iliad and the Odyssey, they look at him being old the way that we look at Aristotle and Socrates being old. So you, you compare that to just Egyptian history and it's very vast. And in, in Exodus, unless I'm wrong. They they say that they're being used to make structures and everything, but never necessarily pyramids. And the pyramids, and I I've tried to see the the non ancient alien theories for how the pyramids were made. The pyramids in Egypt make no fucking sense. None. Zero. <laughs> no. Yeah, we can't build them today. 
Well, because of the unions, and it would take us at least 150 years to, <laughs> you know, and government interference and regulations and red tape and buying off the mafia and everything else. It would just take forever. We couldn't swing it. It'd be too hard. But I agree. I mean, I don't know. Don't you think, bro? I mean, it just makes no sense. Now, you know what's crazy? There's like even about the pyramids themselves. There, I mean, there are aspects of the pyramids we still haven't even dug into. Like there are, are chambers inside the pyramids that are completely sealed still, and it's like like there there are like these puzzles that are still trying to be solved. And I mean, you you extrapolate that you go to the oceans. There are parts of the oceans we know nothing about. There's parts of Antarctica we know nothing about. And it's like you know we're we're still trying to look outward, trying to look into the stars. But I mean, sometimes I think some of the most uh, the most revealing answers we could really discover are going to be right here in our own backyard. And by our own backyard, it's going to be here on our own planet. National Geographic actually, um, they came out with an issue recently and they were talking about why we're still trying to look into the deepest floors of the ocean. And what the, the guy they were interviewing basically said was, we know more about the Milky Way galaxy than we do what's in, in the bottom of the sea. Oh, yeah. It's crazy when you think about that. Yeah. We've only explored like 1% of the ocean. And not only that, but when you put it into the the thought process of you know, the planet's roughly 4.5 billion years old. Well, we could have an ancient civilization a mile buried underneath our surface that's just there that we'll never find. We'll never see. It could have been made. You, you never know. And now they're using LIDAR from satellites. Um, and matter of fact, I want to interview her if I can find her, the lady who kind of pioneered that, the scientist. But they're finding all kinds of Pretend hints. I'm stupid. Please explain that to me for real fast. So what they're doing from satellites, they're using um, – is it, is it LiDAR or they're using different wavelengths of light? They use both. But she created the – tech. I don't know if she created the technology, but she utilized the technology the first person. She's a, a scientist. I think she's, a, she's an archaeologist. Space archaeologist is what she's titled now. I don't. That's think a she, job? What, That's fucking awesome. Oh, no. What she <laughs> does, and you can tell. You can tell she is just happy as a pig and shit. I mean, you can tell she loves what she does and she pioneered this just completely, utterly mind blowing way of finding hidden civilizations. Pretty damn cool. Um, but yeah, she uses different wavelengths and lights, I believe that and, and or no, it is rare. And they what it does is it penetrates down below the surface in a way. So it, what it does. So all the stuff that's covered by, uh, you know, heavy vegetation, sand in, in Egypt it literally will show you the outlines of these hidden buried cities. It's crazy. You got to look it up. Uh, her name is Sarah Parkak, P-A-R-C-A-K. Yeah, I'm trying, I have it written down to interview her. It's funny that I have it right here. But yeah, you have to watch that. And they have found, if you watch some of the, the specials, it's been on Nat Geo. I'm trying to think where else I've, on science. There's numerous episodes with her in it. It's mind-blowing. I mean, it, it, we we knew just a little bit, and she expanded it to the point where they're like, we don't know if we're ever going to be able to explore all this. That's how much she has found with what she's doing. And they haven't even scanned nearly all the places they want to scan. It's crazy. Uh, Brian, you were going to say something? Oh, I was going to say, Remzo, so can I play host for a hot second? Because I'm, I'm genuinely curious. So why is it that you are, you've come to this conclusion of the 10,000-year-old uh, the Earth? I mean, I'm, just, I'm genuinely curious how you've gotten to that. Uh, 
it, it it comes from for, so for for young earth for for young earth theory or creation theory for for me it came down to this and i i i think i i spoke about this when i was i was on gary's show uh, a few months ago but i i i grew up you know in a catholic family um like most lapsed catholics uh i i had kind of like a a, re- a rebel phase where i was just really trying to tear everything apart and then when i joined the army at 18 i had kind of a literal come to jesus moment and when I was at Liberty, uh, you know, I went there because I wanted to expand upon my faith in a very open Christian environment, but I still had a lot of questions. And ultimately, for, for me, I came to Young Earth creationism through a different way from some of my peers, and it really came this way. If I am to believe that the Bible is the written word of God and that God makes no mistakes— and that it's not the Bible that's the problem, but it's we who are the problem, then when he says that he made the earth and, and the heavens and the skies in seven days, and that he was able to create time that way, then who am I to deny that? And, uh, you know, it, it really, you know, c- coming from an evangelical worldview on that, that's that's where I stand on that. And, and here's the other thing, from more of an objective perspective, um, you know, I, I took, I actually did take a creation science class. It, you know, I, I still have some problems with some of the claims that were in it. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I began to understand is the concept of time. And what we were shown was we were shown um, the 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 Grand Canyon, and we were told, you know, it took hundreds of years for this to happen. It was under the it was it was underwater at one point, and all this stuff. They showed us something that looked exactly like the Grand Canyon. It wasn't near as big, but you know, through most studies, you were like, oh, it takes hundreds and thousands of years of erosion and weather forces and stuff to make it look like this this giant valley. No, it's actually just from uh, a thirty minute giant flood because of a dam explosion. So, and the whole thing came from what looks old. How can you say something looks old? And, you know, another thing that I learned from one of my history classes was something called the Greek Dark Ages. And this is what really, really confuses me about history. When it comes to what we think of when we think of the history of mankind, we actually know maybe a quarter of it. And that's proven through, you know, written records and found evidence that we're able to align together. We only know maybe a fourth of human history. And there's this one point in, you know, I was really into Greek and Roman history, uh, still am, but there's an era, there's an era of Greek history called the Greek Dark Ages, where basically you had these small little civilizations on the island of Crete where they were already experimenting with different art. They had their own culture. They had amphitheaters like hundreds of years before amphitheaters will show up in Athens and everywhere else. And there are these motherfuckers named the Dorians. Now, the Dorians were fucking crazy. They basically they were barbarians. They basically went throughout all of Greece and Italy and Crete and everywhere else. And they basically killed everybody. So there's like a thousand year period called the Greek dark ages where there's no written history. So when we look at all of that, when we look at, you know, our concept of time and when we look at how little we actually know about our own existence, nonetheless, life before humans I, I'm very, very skeptical of just saying that we evolved from monkeys and that we're billions and billions of years old. 
I, I, fi- I would put young earth creationism in the same category of evolution and old earth because for me, at least, you know, it, I, I feel that, you know, if I'm going to be in creating the image of God, then I think I've got more backing in that than something that's really only been a hundred, maybe 150 year old theory. See, this is why I love being on shows like yours because I can like start talking about shit like UFOs and like this is just a casual, like really cool conversation that, that completely turns into talking about like the age of the earth, creationism. Oh, man, I I love you guys. <laughs> this is so fun. Well, and that's what I mean though. I, this is the stuff I love. And, you know, don't get me wrong, on my show, I, I'm probably I I'm gonna say on your show, Brian, you probably will not talk about this stuff, maybe. But I am. I've been looking for experts and trying to get them on, uh, legitimate experts, um, not people working at a car wash and became ufologist. Not those people. So, so Gary, legitimate question: mm-hmm. Who, who, who would you consider a valid person to talk about this stuff? Um. Uh, the, well, part of the archaeology, I want to get Sarah Parsak on for sure. Um, Because she's done a lot of – because that all ties in because she's exploring ancient civilizations that we know nothing about, that we didn't even know existed. Uh, But uh, Hancock would be – Graham Hancock would be probably my top-tier guy. That's the guy I want. Um, I would love to get some astronauts on and get their feelings about because they've seen – Okay. How how do you feel about Buzz Aldrin? Love Buzz Aldrin. Dude, I don't – I don't – uh, wait, 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 no, who was, yeah, so it was Neil Armstrong and, and then Buzz Aldrin was, yeah, okay, so Buzz Aldrin, I've got a fucking problem with Buzz Aldrin. Okay. I, I, I think that he's either a really smart guy who's trying to dumb down a lot of shit, or he's a really stupid guy that got lucky. Because... And I like Buzz Aldrin because he punched that guy in the face when he was like 70 or whatever and about knocked him out. Okay, but here, here's the reason. Why did he punch him? Why did he punch him? What did he say? Something that you never landed on the moon. Yeah, he goes, that's all BS or something. He went, pow, pow, pow. Take that, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you the moon right here, boy. And uh, no, it's a tough one. I agree. The, the moon landing is very controversial. Really is. Um, do I believe we went to the moon? I think so. And I think we got lucky. That's what I think. I think we were, we were, the cart was way ahead of the horse when we landed on the moon. And I think it was dumb luck because I don't think the technology was really there, but it's a tough one. I think some of it was definitely good PR. Some of it could have been, you know, highlighted and maybe can we say re-exaggerated, exaggerated, you know, (laughs) Yeah, because it was a big PR push. So, so without this turning into a moon landing conversation, because I've I, I I have some opinions of that. My problem with Neil Armstrong is one. I'm sorry, with Buzz Aldrin is one. You know, for for the for the for the moon for the for the moon hoax people, they have a problem in seeing how we were able to get people past the Van Allen radiation belt. It's the most irradiated section of space between the earth and the moon. And with Buzz Aldrin, when he was asked about it on numerous occasions, he, he either didn't know what it was or he said, Oh, well we just got lucky. And then there are interviews. That works. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't think you just kind of get lucky with that dude. Like I, I I just kind of have a problem with that. And then there are some interviews in the nineties through the early two thousands where the motherfucker talks about there being pyramids on the moon. Yeah. 
So either he's pulling, you know, he's either pulling our dick for this one or he's letting some shit slip and then he's trying to make it work. And it's like, dude, like I, I, okay, I'll say it. Maybe the radiation finally caught up to him. Maybe, maybe maybe the radiation did. You don't know. That's what I mean. I, I would hate to think that we didn't land on the moon. It would be crushing because I had a poster of uh, uh, the astronauts who landed on the moon on my, and actually the picture of the earth from the moon on my wall as a kid. So it'd be crushing to me because I originally wanted to be an astronaut, like all kids. It was between that and a cowboy, fireman, cop, and superhero. All of them were in game and a professional uh, athlete as well. They were all in the mix. And, but I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. And, uh, and there's that argument of why haven't we gone back then? It's a good question. I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah. So you know that Go- you know that Google actually tried doing like a three hundred million dollar contest a few years ago, mm-hmm. where they were basically trying to find uh, a private sector solution to taking an image of the moon from a satellite on the other side of it because we have satellite imagery looking around it but we've never actually been able to grab perfect photos of the dark side of the moon and the government basically yeah i mean the government huh pink floyd did by the way oh pink floyd did (laughs) but like the government said that no one was allowed to do it because they were afraid of someone harming the historic site of the first footprints and the flag. And it's like, they're going to be in satellites far fucking away from that. I don't think anyone's going to get like within centimeters or even miles of where the spot is. But if you're so fucking worried about it, who the fuck is the government to tell you what you can do in fucking space? Like, Brian, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? They're about ready to inject you with some, vaccine supposedly and by the way you still gotta wear a mask and socially distance brian so they can do whatever they want <laughs> they sure can golly but but seriously though like the 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 answers to some of this shit is just getting kind of stupid oh we don't want you to take a photo because you might harm the area well then set a limit i'll i'll, I'll buy that you know I'll, I'll 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 be okay say you know within 30 50 100 miles like give me a number but you can't just say, no, you're not allowed to do that because then that makes people want to fucking do it more. Yeah. Well, not only that, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, and now we're trying to go to Mars and it's like, well, wouldn't we want to go back to the moon first? I don't know. Right. It's, it's putting the sense? cart before the horse. I, I agree. But probably Elon Musk said, fuck the moon. That's for pussies. We're going to Mars and I'm in, like I said, Elon, I'll be your guinea pig one way. You don't even have to give me a return ticket. Get me there. I'll stay. I'm good. Make sure I'm not with a bunch of ass clowns, though, and I'll be good, <laughs> which is hard these days. But, yeah, no, it's – um, this. Oh, you, why can't you get Al, Alex Jones on, Remzo? Come on. He would answer I, all you, these you, questions. You know, you, know, you know what's funny, though? I actually – I when – when I was at my previous job, I actually did speak with Alex Jones. And honestly, I have met many celebrities, politicians, big name people. And a lot of them, when the cameras are off, they treat you like shit. Alex Jones, and I'm being genuine, Alex Jones was one of the nicest people I had to deal I've with. Heard that. I've heard huh. that he was actually very, very cordial and not yeah. demanding. Did he? Well, 
you know how it is. <laughs> it's do, do you think so? So do you think people like Alex Jones, because here's the thing, and, and this is where we'll kind of wrap up because I know that Brian's about to pass out because he's past going, bedtime. Renzo? I don't care. We don't I, need Brian. Okay. If you're down for that, I'll do that. <laughs> Brian, tap out whenever this is going to get. <laughs> no, see, I'm my, my, trying to put pressure on him. So <laughs> like Brian, can you do 15 more minutes? Yeah, I can do 15 more. Cool. Okay. Here, here's, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. With people like Alex Jones, they are they are right more often than they are wrong. But they are wrong so often when they are right, it's hard to admit they are right. For people that believe in aliens and ancient astronaut theory and UFOs, the criticism I have seen from some very anti-conspiracy, anti-fun you know, fun people is that they're more likely to believe in a lot of other things that are obviously bullshit, like lizard people running the world and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I think that, you know, and I, I have a TV show called The Witching Hour where me and my brother, who were former skeptics in this stuff, we hunt ghosts in supposedly haunted places. Some of them are haunted. Some of them aren't. We just film shit, experiment with stuff, let the audience decide. But I think like with that, there's so many people now that are talking about paranormal experiences. And now everything on TV right now is ghost hunting and paranormal shit. I think now it, it became so much of a thing that so many people began to really open up to that now it's considered socially acceptable. And now I think for UFOs and alien encounters and ancient astronaut theory, it's like for so long it was just criticized and constantly put under attack that now, because so many people began to finally realize, yeah, you know, there might be something to it. Now it's considered socially acceptable. That's interesting. Cause it, like, it, I think that it goes hand in hand with just like conspiracies in general. I mean, goodness, one of my favorite conspiracies is that it wasn't really the Titanic that sunk that it was his sister ship. Um, that, that guy hit the, the, uh, Britannica beforehand. Um, and that they, they flipped the, the ships. Like that was one of my favorite conspiracies. I never would have heard of that until, you know, I was like starting to go down this conspiracy rabbit hole, which include obviously, you know, U- UFOs and, and, you know, the, the moon landing and so forth. So I think there's a, a natural, kind of skepticism that the conspiracies help us, you know, kind of breed even further. And I think that that's actually a good thing, like to have some skepticism in the the main narrative, because now we're at the point in 2020 where we have government officials who were parroting one narrative a short while ago, now basically openly admitting that number one, that they, there are UFOs. And now you have some elected officials or former elected officials going on record as much as say there's like a galactic federation, you know, like, like that there's an entire like, okay, listen, alien listen. League. okay. You, you just brought it up. The Israeli guy who said that that was why Trump created space force. Listen, you tell me that two years ago, I say that's a crock of shit. You tell me that after we've just put billions of dollars into creating Space Force of all things, and this comes out the same year as DOD and everyone else is like, yeah, that thing's not, it's not, it's not bound by the laws of physics, guys. I will give that guy more of a chance to give his, his case now than ever before. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I went into a debate with a friend on this about Space Force. Uh, he's an orange man, bad guy for sure. <laughs> oh, and, oh, yeah. Bless his heart. And I love him. Good friend of mine. And, you know, he talked about that. He goes, well, Space Force, the Air Force already does all that. And I go, no, it doesn't. I go, no, 
I go, our space program is shit. And Space Force makes sense as the next leap as a guy who is in the military and in intelligence that that's where we're going, right? Especially from a, a military strategic aspect. It's going to space. That's where it's going. Satellites, you know, uh, uh, you know, space stations, multiple going, going, you know, to other planets possibly in the near future. That yeah, I mean, did, did you hear that. that they want to put like a refueling station on the moon? Wasn't that Elon Musk's idea? Yeah, I think he said he wanted to do that. I think that's why he didn't want to talk about going to the moon because like going to the moon is like part of going to Mars. It's like his checkpoint to make sure they have a, a spot for that refueling station to Mars. I hope he plays Pink Floyd when he goes there. He He's such a troll. He would. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Elaborate on that. Oh, I mean, just Elon Musk. He's like a fan of the Babylon Bee. He was like uh, saying that they're the best satirical site. They're like a, a conservative, a Christian conservative uh, news satire website. Um, and you know, like that. He then for the, he put what was his a uh, car the the model whatever out when. Uh, oh yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I would the guy, buy that truck. Right, it was so cool. Like, it, it, like he he just he he gets it. Like he's. He's not your traditional run-of-the-mill CEO who's just going to go along to get along. Like he's he, a bro. He, push, he is. He, he'll push the envelope just to push the envelope. He, he got a giant them. FEC violation because he 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 saw that Tesla stock got to like seven hundred dollars at one point, and he's like, "That's too high." <laughs> I love that. It's hilarious. <laughs> he, gets away with it. he totally gets away with it. And uh, did, hey, I put my hundred bucks down on the truck. Did you guys? That's like a hundred bucks. I'm in. I'll give him my interest-free loan. Then uh, I'll never see the truck like the Roadster. But hey, I'm game. I'll do it. I, I, I want to see. It's like the vaccines. I want to see other people drive it around first before I feel safe in it. Because like when I was first getting a car many years back, uh, I wanted to get a um, a a a a, 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 a what, what was it? What, what's the Volkswagen sedan? What is that? The Beetle? No, no, no. The sedan. Oh, the Jetta. Yeah, the Jetta. I, okay, I wanted to get a Volkswagen Jetta. And as I'm pulling out of another car par- parking lot, I see a Volkswagen Jetta on fire in the middle of a road. And then I'm like, I don't want to get a Jetta. <laughs> yeah. That's well, how I am about many things. I want I want to see social proof. Well, it would have been a Vajetta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the fuck you'd get one of those rims. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, I thought they were cool when I was 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Um but yeah, no, we all I, make mistakes. We do. <laughs> but with, with the technology and everything, I mean, think of that. Think of my friend just ordered a Ness. I can't wait for him to get it. I want to see this thing because I've never seen been inside one. I've seen them, never see, been inside one. But think of a, a Tesla, the technology 50 years ago. I mean, technically, people would think that's from outer space, a Tesla. Oh, yeah. You stick it, them in there and put it in, in ludicrous mode and watch their head get implanted into the headrest, you know, they would be like, what the, f- this thing's a rocket, you know? And, and, and it's important you say that though, Gary, because like what we were talking about earlier, um, you know, in terms of just how, how, how things in the Bible that could be seen, they could have been genuine testimonies of things that we just didn't understand. Like we were burning witches 200 years ago. 
anything, Dude, no, anything like, that drastic, uh, like a hundred, two hundred years ago, would be seen as freaking magic. Shit, like, no, right, right now, right now, like up where I'm from in northern New York, like we have Amish galore, and like you'll see them, like they'll look at the Englishman stuff, like it is magic to them. It is magic. Like I remember, like there's this one memory I have distinctly. I was in Walmart, and this is when Guitar Hero was a big thing, and they had the Guitar <laughs> Hero set out in the Walmart, and these little Amish kids were absolutely just like glued to these little guitar hero guitars and and the dad like freaked out grabbed the kids by the suspenders and, and rips them out walmart carry them kids screaming and like that memory just stuck in my head because like those kids those guitars were magic like they had never probably seen something that cool in their life and, and candidly never will ever again and that's that's not that's exactly what happened in the Bible. Like you look at all these different, um, these different instances where you have these conversations being held. And I mean, the reality is that they're actually looking at, you know, things in perspective that you know, people like now are doing right now with, with the things that we have in our own existence. I'll give you even a simpler example than that. Heck, when I grew up, uh, when Van Halen one came out in 1978, I believe eruption came out. And I remember when we heard it for the very first time, Eruption. Today, it's like you've heard it. It's been on a bazillion times. Everyone was like, what the fucking kind of black magic goddamn crossroads did he sell his devil? I mean, we were everyone. We're talking like big time guitar players are. What the fuck is this? Blown away. I mean, Eddie Van Halen, once that came out, people were like, he's an alien. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like, this is out of. Control. Thank you for looping it together. You like how I did that? It, but really, honestly, something so simple as that. I mean, back then we were like, "Whoa, holy shit!" You take an iPhone, you dump that thing in into the late eighteen hundreds, you're dead. They're gonna kill you because you are obviously dealing in black magic. I mean, that's a. It wouldn't take that much for a civilization to be so far ahead of us to think that they haven't mastered time uh, space travel. And we know for a fact that the closer you get to the speed of light, that time slows down, at least in reference to the Earth. Well, how do we know that we say it's impossible to go, go past the speed of light? We don't know that. We fucking don't know that. And scientists are now it. saying that they can prove the existence of multiple realities. That's where we're at. We're, we're, we're at the point now where we're like somewhere in existence, there's an evil me out there doing evil shit. Well, I mean, dude, we were talking when um, David Prowse passed away, who was the actor who played um, Darth Vader. I was like, hold on. I, I'm 95% certain I remember him passing away. I, I almost like verbatim remember Glenn Beck doing a like past uh, Star Wars actors who had passed away. And I remember David Prowse being one of the ones because I remember he had passed away. And when he just passed away this past year, I was like, wait, what? And I remember I posted this and there was a bunch of other people who were like, yeah, I thought he already had died. And, oh man, that's yeah, a Mandela effect thing. It is. And like yeah. the, I mean like the Mandela effect, like that's something I think is, is, I mean, the Bernstein bears, Bernstein bears. I mean, that there are things that people are having collective memories of that are all of a sudden just like being completely flipped. And, and that's weird, right? Like, and, and we're seeing it happen, like even as recent as now. <laughs> well, yeah. And 
that's what I mean, because they say technically time travel is impossible. But if you can go past the speed of light, technically, by theory, time should reverse. You should be go, going faster than time can move forward, right? Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. We don't know. We have no idea. The Matrix could have been science fiction, but it could be the truth for all we know. And I agree. It's when you get into theoretical uh, physics and everything and based within philosophy and how it all interjects itself, the bottom line is we don't know. And when you look at like computer programming as to DNA, you know, the only differences between zeros and ones is ATGC. I mean, it runs very similarly and it's organic to mechanical, but it's very, and that's what I'm saying. We don't know. We have no idea. All I know is humans are the oddest damn things on the planet that there is. We, <laughs> we absolutely don't. Sit. So true. It's so true. I mean, look at us. We're soft. We're gooey. We don't have any hair. Uh, you know, we're, we're just not, we're very fragile. The only thing that, that makes us what we are are these stupid bowling balls on our shoulders. That's it. When you think of it, that's the only thing that gets us close to the top. And technically, okay, on, okay, on the Gary. predator chain, humans are not the top of the food chain. Here, here you, you brought this up, and this is going to be the last thing I say before we wrap things up. What you just brought up about us just happening to have those two things. I was not joking earlier when I said I had a theory about dolphins. If okay. dolphins had oh shit oh if, shit we're doing the dolphins dolphin, I forgot about the dolphins listen listen Brian because now you're not going to sleep tonight motherfucker <laughs> okay. um, if dolphins had thumbs they would be the most organized and most deadly species on earth because they speak in not only multiple dolphin languages but with accents they have sex because they enjoy it. They know how to kill everything, and they can they can organize themselves to swarm bigger creatures without a, a, more than a couple seconds of talking with each other because they have their own ingrained hierarchies. They're like humans when it comes to their ability to be creative, and they're like ants when it comes to their structure and ability to do things. Flipper might actually kill us. The only reason why is because they don't have thumbs. If somehow on their flippers they had thumbs, they would be the dominant spe- they would be the dominant species on Earth. Haven't you ever seen uh, dolphins, male dolphins, trying to hump female women? Yeah, man, they do that because they like it. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I fucking crazy. Whoa, I was like, holy shit! It, it, and, and between that, dolphins, octopus, there's things that are in the ocean that we don't know about. I guarantee that there's species. Uh, uh, Loch Ness monster. Oh, and the kraken. But yeah. <laughs> You gotta bring up the kraken, but you're right because that's just a really big squid. Um, but no, I, I I just think having these conversations helps too because you know I think today especially that everyone is so stuck in a box that expanding your mind. I think this was typical back in the day. People would sit around and talk about things that were not considered normal. And you could get away with it without being ridiculed, right? Without going, you're a nut job. And I think these things are important in sense too for what people are going through today to understand that you're once you put your place 
in the universe as humans that we're floating on this stupid little rock in the middle of nowhere. Literally, we don't know what's up, what's down. We have a basic concept of time. We have this thing called consciousness, but we're not real sure what it means, really. That when you put your everyday problems into perspective and look at it that way and go, hey, all I am is this ant on a rock floating around in this weird thing that we ca- and we call black matter and black energy that represents 90 plus percent of the universe that we do not understand at all. It's a theory. We don't even understand it. When you put it into perspective like that, who gives a shit if your fat friend told you you're a loser on Facebook? <laughs> who cares? You know what I mean? And I th- hope people take that. If more people could have open conversations like this without ridicule, without, you know, calling you crazy, stupid, whatever, unless you say the earth's flat, then I just have to. Yeah, we, we can't we cannot yeah. have a sensible conversation if you believe <laughs> yeah. the earth is flat. If you're going to go there, then yeah, then then we're talking crazy land. But you know what I mean? I, I hope people take something from it in that sense that, hey, you, we don't know. We're here. That's all we know. Don't worry about it. What, what do I always say, Brian? Change the things you can change. Ignore everything else. And 100%. I was going to say, one of the things for you know myself being the, uh, the, the pastor kid here, right, is like it's okay to like question – what you've always been taught or what you've always believed. And like part of, you know, I, I hate to always bring things back to politics, but Ayo, but like, that's kind of one of the things that's why I've changed the way I've changed my political beliefs because I questioned what I was, you know, what I believed. And, and I think we, we need to encourage that mindset. And, and to your point, Gary, that requires us to continue to, yes, have these open conversations. Cause I mean, candidly, the conversations that we're having that we feel are, you know, maybe, on the edge. I think a lot of people out there are actually having these kind of, you know, conversations themselves, either, you know, amongst very close friends or, or, you know, internally. And, and that's something that, you know, I think we, we have a chance right now to really, you know, lead the charge in, in leading people on these conversations and, and leading uh, really a, a pathway to show them how to, to engage in, in this thoughtful discourse. So Remzo, as always, dude, thank you for uh, having us on. And as always a, a great show here in the, we are libertarians network. Gentlemen, I mean, th- thank you both. And, and just to wrap it up, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I, th- I believe we should take everything day by day. And, uh, you know, ultimately, if there's going to be one thing we should strive to together, it's to ask more questions and never stop talking, even when the bastards want us to shut up. So, Amen. Gary, Brian, thank you both for coming on. Brian, if people want to follow you and everything you do, where, where can they do so? Absolutely. Follow me at the uh, Brian Nichols show. You can find me Brian com, and then all social media at B Nichols Liberty, Brian com. And Gary, you've got your podcast. You've got a ton of freaking books, amazing items on your website, everything else. How can the people keep up with you? Uh, Martian anal probes.com is Boom. When, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I bookmarked that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, ta- it's probably taken. Uh, it's just but, Kim uh, Kardashian popping up. Oh God. Yeah, the Martian, <laughs> there, there's our Martian ass right there. If but, I, if I was an alien and I had to anal probe anyone, why not go for the Kardashians? Much. I'm just saying. Yeah. And it's it's free shipping if it's $75 or more, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't fit in a box. You know? 
but the simple life now.com that's where all my books are and everything there in the podcast and got some interesting guests coming on real interesting so make sure to check it out have we inspired you to talk more about aliens on the show gary no, I've been trying. It's very <laughs> hard because I call it the Joe Rogan effect. Anyone he talks to and has on his show, you can never get on. I finally broke the seal and got Jack Carr on. That was the first person I got on who had been on Rogan to get on, come on my show. Rogan, I don't know what, what you make him sign, whatever it is, but God damn it. Black Carr. magic, man. Black magic. No, I, I get it. A lot of them after that, they're probably overwhelmed. <laughs> It's like, I don't need to do your shitty show, Gary. Why would I go on that? <laughs> I've been on Rogan. Well, well, guys, the Brian Nichols Show, Simple Life with Gary Collins. Go check him out. I'll leave all the links in the show notes. That way you can easily get connected. Subscribe to everyone. Leave them a five-star rating and a review. Do the same here. If you love these conversations and you want to keep them going, 2021, we're here, you salty bitch. We already went through the through the tribulations. Now just give us what we want. I'm Remster W. Martinez. I'll talk to you later. Be safe. Be good. Good night. Good night, everyone. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Like the Chris Spangle Show, Liberty Explained, The Brian Nichols Show, The Boss Hog of Liberty, Freedom Strips with Keaton Tucker, On the Run with Rimzo Martinez, Gingerarchy with Trisha Stewart Mann, Upward Libertarian Activism, and now hear this. Tune in now and we're going to help you sound smarter when talking with your friends.